Hello, welcome to the Life Done Differently podcast with me, Neil Whitten, and my co-host, Ray Richards. Join us on our journey to find out what separates the doers from the thinkers. Hello all, this episode is with Pablo Woodward. Pablo is a busker, street artist, storyteller, actor, and is better known as the Disco Bunny. He lives in the Bunny Bus, an old Talbot camper van where we recorded this conversation. Pablo grew up in uh, Brazil, living on the streets and in orphanages until he was table height when he was adopted by an English couple living in Luxembourg. This was a culture shock of epic proportions and one his adoptive family, I don't think, ever really understood um, just quite how dramatic a change it was. After Luxembourg, Pablo and his family moved to a farm in Gloucestershire where he went to Sherborne School for Boys, one of the posher public schools in England, where he was introduced to the actor's craft amongst other things. Pablo spent years experimenting with a conventional life, but that sort of life was just not for him. And I suppose this is really the story of why he left his partner, his kids, his home, his job, and Australia where he was living to become the best sort of father he could become. Uh, in his words, a happy one. As the Disco Bunny, Pablo's purpose is to unite people through positivity. He wants to bring a smile to your face and for you to share it with others. He came to the world's attention in April 2016 when a life-affirming YouTube video of him dancing with a quite bent-over old lady went viral with 80 million views. His stage is the street, his equipment is glitter, chalk, lycra and, of course, music. Pablo's smart, he's eloquent, he's charismatic, but it's his faith in himself and the human race that makes him so inspiring. He's been on the receiving end of some fairly unacceptable abuse, but he still keeps doing what he does because, on balance... His experience is that people respond positively and smiles are spread. So um, enjoy this episode. Pablo Woodward, the disco bunny. What would you do if you only had one life? Hello, 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 hello. Hello. That's, okay. That's all right, no problem. We haven't actually started yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're recording, so if you want to be on a podcast... Do you want to say hello? Yes, so tell me, what is the Disco Bunny Bus? The Disco Bunny Bus? I, the Disco Bunny Bus is my home, my office, my vehicle. And I am the Disco Bunny. Um, better known... Well, originally, Pablo Woodward, Sosa Santos, and now the Disco Bunny. Um, but right now, I'm in mm, my casual wear. <laughs> my workwear is dressed as the disco bunny and traditionally no not ears but i have flowers in my hair pigtails or bunches um spandex suit no no tail no no but uh yeah yeah it's pretty colorful pretty bright and it's just designed to sort of catch your attention your eye and make you smile like you are now <laughs> what do you think what do i think you know i'm okay. I'm always interested in things We haven't started a podcast like that before. No, that, that was, was Jeff, fun. That was Jeff from Oregon. He just appeared at the window. <laughs> that's um, <laughs> that's probably more usual for you, Pablo, than it is for us, isn't it? Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. That you're, that you're uh, well, so we'll set the scene. We're 
we're, this is glorious British weather, mm. and I'm not being ironic when I say that. It's, it's, it's lovely and sunny, and we're sitting overlooking um, Brighton Seafront, so we can see the sea, and we are in the back of the bunny bus, mm-hmm. um, which is a lovely yellow um, motorhome. Uh, would you call it a motorhome? Is it a bed for I just call it the bunny bus. The bunny bus. Yeah. It's, it's a Talbot originally. Uh, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you just given us the tour and made us a lovely cup of coffee, but it's a uh, cafe bonbon. <laughs> yes. Um, which actually tastes great. Um, so uh, maybe we should give the recipe away first. <laughs> the secret to uh, cafe bonbon is uh, freshly brewed coffee with coffee beans, of course, made in the bunny bus. Yeah. That's very crucial. And then. By the disco bunny, which is also crucial. Yes. Served in a glass with a dollop or two or three of condensed milk. Well, it's good. It's really, really good. In fact, it's the, so it's my first ever uh, cafe bonbon. Once you've had it, you can't, <laughs> you go, can't back. go back. No, <laughs> I'll be knocking at your window tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, so what? it's a real pleasure, actually, to, because... Um, I think Ray and I, we're, 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 we've both been in Brighton for years, So, so, and you're well-known in Brighton, mm. um, but you're well-known globally, actually, now, like, mm. uh, and we talked a little bit earlier about the role of social media and what you do, which we'll come back to, um, but, um, but you've been touring around the UK and, um, uh, and doing your thing, but let's start with, um, it, how do you describe yourself to people? Uh, I describe myself as the disco bunny. Okay. Because essentially, um, whatever people call me is never right. Yeah. Um, it's always a judgment, whatever they call me. You could call me a busker. You could call me a beggar. Uh, you could call me a street artist. You could call me a writer. Yeah. Um, you could call me a storyteller. Um, you could call me an actor. You could call me, the other day, a homosexual. Oh, lovely. The other day, a paedophile. Yeah. Um, you can call me anything and everything and I say thank you um, but I prefer to be called just the disco bunny do you remember the first time that you referred to yourself as the disco bunny um, I th- Ooh. I remember when I started um, and did you did you start this as the disco bunny Was that- I did okay. I did I started it with an idea um, and th- the idea was within me there is life um vitality and uh, like an inner spirit um and i decided to call that inner spirit the disco bunny yeah yeah um so i i evolved you know i evolved what i did from that as the the core of who i was inside and my alter ego if you want to call it that okay do Um, do you remember where it came from the name or yeah the the name yeah i met a woman um called sue seven um in about 2015 and prior to then i'd sort of begun a nomadic life where i rejected um my old life the life i had created for myself that i hadn't really sort of consciously made choices about i found myself living in um and i met this woman called sue seven when i was in a state of disarray Uh and she saw within me um disco bunny (laughs) <laughs> so, she, so, so it came from her. Didn't so it? she actually gave me the name Did Disco she? Bunny, just Great. just as, as a sort of like endearing name. Yeah. Um, and um, she sort of played around with my look um, by giving me bunches for the first time. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was wearing a shirt uh, and a tie and a suit. 
basically, uh, looking really smart <laughs> uh, with bunches. I can't imagine you looking like that. And that, that whole sort of look was, it was kind of, well, it disturbed me a little bit because in my mind I had preconceived ideas that men don't wear bunches. Yeah. Um, but it, what I realized is that when I wore bunches, other people looked at me and they smiled. It's like disarming for people. Yeah, yeah. they liked it. Yeah, yeah. They complimented me. They said, wow, you look good. And when someone says, wow, you look good, what they're basically saying is, thank you. Yeah. You made me feel good. Yeah. You when made I me look smile. At you, yeah, you made me smile. So oh, I love those trousers you're wearing. They're, they're, what they're saying is thank you yeah. for wearing something that I like. Yeah. That makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah. Because when you look good, I, I feel, feel good. good. Yeah. So it was about that. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, with the the fashion of the disco bunny, you know, just um, speaking about that was then I had, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, leggings. Okay. And people were like, oh, your bottom looks lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, does it? Oh. <laughs> you know, I've made you feel good by looking at my bottom. Yeah. Now you're making me feel amazing yeah, by yeah. staring at my bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just a cycle of positivity. Yeah. Um, and then eventually it was sequins, you know, um, and the concept of color. Okay. You know, and then even later on, one and a half years after I was well and truly established as the disco bunny, then came the flowers. Yeah, so then this I had was flowers a, so, in so my head. It was an evolution. It was in an evolution, to, for the and then I would find fully it. manifest itself. Exactly, and then we go even further, and I had the glitter on my face. Yeah, okay. and since I've established, it's it's a simple thing. Uh -huh. Flowers are cool. Butterflies are cool. Birds are cool. Stick them in your hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's let the defining yourself as the disco bunny mm -hmm. and that moment where you started to feel maybe not confident, but um, able to articulate that that's what you present in the world can you remember a, a, a moment at all where you were ready like that that so it may be the moment that you first stood on a street and danced um or it could be the first time that someone that you met someone for the first time and said who are you what do you do what what are you about and then you you, you chose to describe yourself as the disco bunny i think it was when i got affirmation to be honest okay um you know i started the disco bunny um, as I said, you know, it was around about sort of May, June, the, f the concept of the Disco Bunny started. In January 2016, I woke up and I said, right, this is it. I'm going to be the Disco Bunny. I'm going to be that, live that, um, try that, explore, give it 100%. Yeah. I didn't actually believe myself. I was trying to believe myself. Mm. Now, when the first video went viral, uh, about 80 million with an old old lady dancing in a pink jacket on the streets in Brighton. That was really early on, was it? That, <coughs> that was, was in about, uh, I think it was April, May, about three or four months into ah, it. Ah, right, okay. Into, you know, of because I say, I tell people, it was January 2016, I was like, I'm going for it now. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. There's no return. And that's when I started sleeping in my car, mm. doing star jumps for a living, calling myself the disco bunny. But, to answer your question, I didn't believe myself until the first video went viral, and then I went into shock, just downright shock. I was like, what am I going to do? What is happening? And I made a decision from then that I would do this with passion. Yeah. And um, otherwise I would become yesterday's news. Yeah. And that's what the internet is about. I'm no longer yesterday's news, I'm today's news. We're having a conversation today about my work mm. and lifestyle. Mm. Um, so yeah, to, so to be honest, it was only a couple of weeks after my very first video went viral with 80 million views or so that gave me the confidence and belief that actually 
I was okay. Yeah. You know, I'm People fine. were interested. I was okay. It wasn't so much that we're interested, you know? Yeah, I don't fit in. Okay. But I'm okay. And was I it can about continue finding that you've got a part to play in the world? Not so much a part, but um, finding that I'm accepted in this world to yes. find that I have a, I, a you know, I deserve, a yeah, I deserve a, a, a place on this planet. Yeah. Um, I contribute. Yeah, I contribute. I fit in. I have a positive impact. Maybe I'm accepted. You know, we're all trying to be find ways to be accepted. Yeah. Um, and I sort of sat back and looked at the comments. Um, people share things because it has a positive impact on their life. You know, they they smile, they laugh. They were like, "This has made my day. This has made my day. Oh my goodness, this is like this reminds me of this time, that time." That's what all the comments were about. Wow, that and must have been so sobering. Because you didn't do it for that reason. No, I don't do it for the reason, and I do it to be to learn to grow um every day of my life i'm trying to push myself so let's let's pause there we're going to jump about a bit in terms mm. of um of your journey but if we just come back up a level to yes how you spend your days and um and what it is that you give and why you do that just just kind of set the scene for anyone that's never heard of you before yeah in truth i spend my day firefighting i'm always trying to fix, <laughs> so do we fix problems <laughs> <laughs> i have this dream yeah <laughs> that i wake up in my home the bunny bus yeah which is a beautiful home you briefly described it it's got two double beds it's got a shower it's got a kitchen it's got a gas um oven full-size oven it's got a little bowling alley yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, we, when we had a game of bowling it's not, for, for you listeners out there it isn't quite what you imagine a bowling alley to be i think it's fair to say that um it's got a dance floor um and um yeah you know three gas hobs um it's got a little love heart disco ball it's a home it's an office it's a vehicle Mm. it's everything i want it's my dream now i wake up and i look out my bedroom window and i see a bunch of people going to work yes yes it could be quite gray if i'm in england say um miserable and there's a lot of people without smiles now i wake up and i am in paradise <laughs> the bunny bus is beautifully warm i wake up I, I have a coffee i have a shower um and then i change you know i might hop on social media and do a little post i try and share the truth of my life yeah. the truth of my journey the truth of what i'm trying to uh, to to do and the key word is truth because um you could think oh wow i have no problems because i just get up and and spread positive energy and smile um and live in a bunny bus but no it's a struggle yeah um and uh, well, yeah well I've, d- I've done a couple of posts looked through some videos from yesterday some footage upload them what have you then i get changed and i change into the disco bunny um and my conservative outfit is the disco bunny is a pair of leggings <laughs> and a sparkly top my more outrageous is just a cat suit um just a cat suit yeah yeah and, it's, and how do you decide what to wear uh, i push myself if i'm feeling like i have no courage whatsoever i slap myself and i put on a cat suit great it's as simple as that okay yeah it's about stepping out of the comfort zone and and your clothes take you somewhere else they force they force me to not think about myself mm. yeah because i yeah. step out of the bunny bus in a cat suit at 8 30 in the morning yeah when people are just busy going to work and they look at me and their eyeballs pop out their head 
yeah and they vomit a smile they vomit a laugh <laughs> they, and what they're doing they're not laughing at me they're laughing at themselves yes. yeah, being yeah. so ridiculous and why are they so <laughs> flabbergasted but something that is so normal yeah. for me because yeah. this is what I do mm. there's nothing normal I'm normal about what I do because what I do is normal for me yeah so I look at them and they're like jealous of me. I'm like, I look back at them and said, why are you jealous of me? You can do what I do. It's mm. not, it's not rocket not science. Um, and then, and then my, you know, what I try and do is then I set to work. Um, now the grayer the day, the, the the better it is for me to work. Mm. So a fantastic day was when the weather is gray and murky and it's something like a Monday morning. Mm. This is the peak miserability time. <laughs> Yeah. 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 This is when the disco bunny is needed most. Disco bunny. Yes. Yeah. So Monday morning, eight o'clock. This is what I call the magic hour. Okay. Yeah. And I go out there, step out my my disco bunny bus. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I've got a big speaker which I fit on the bunny bike. Um. And I'm fully dressed in my sequins, and I've got a, a rucksack on me, and I go to just an ugly set of traffic lights. Um. And then I put up my posters. Um, my first one I always put up says free positive energy. <laughs> the other one says free smiles, free glitter, free chalk. Yes. And people are really confused because I don't look like a fish out of water. <laughs> they are confused. They're like, why do they feel uncomfortable when I should be the one being, you know, uncomfortable in that situation? Um, but no, I own that street. Mm. I own those traffic lights. They are mine. And whoever steps into that zone um, is generally lifted by the presence and the sight of something so sparkly. And, um, you know, then I have my mission statement, uh, my vision statement, my dream. Uh, I draw love hearts on the ground. Um, I write the word smile. I write the word love with a, a, a love heart for an O. And then I give people chalk. And then I put on some tunes. And I dance <laughs> like I'm at home, on my own, without a care in the world. So you're 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 what you're doing there is you're forcing people to wake up, aren't you? Because they're probably on their way to work. Mm. Um, they're probably on autopilot because they've done that journey a hundred times before, mm. and you're making them wake up. They can't not yeah, notice. I'm, yeah, I'm slapping themselves in the face. Yeah, uh, with a sense of a bit of a reality check. It's it's often I yeah you know, I always think the disco bunny has an effect of just getting a mirror and sticking that mirror in yeah. someone. Yeah, and some people everybody reacts differently when they see the disco bunny. Um, some people they want to smile, um, but they bite their bottom lip. Yeah, preventing from smiling. And uh, some people look down at the ground. Some people look away. Some people stare at their phones with even bigger googly eyed. You know, there's something there. Why are they not noticing me? Mm. Or why are they choosing to not notice me? It's really kind of bizarre. And then some of them, they, they walk right past me and then they turn around afterwards and look back. <laughs> and then they smile. Yeah. But they didn't smile at any time up until then. Because they were safe, because they were outside yeah. of your world and back into but their world. But you know world. what? I'm not going to touch them. No. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to do is look them in yeah. the eye and smile. But I, yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm awakening them. I'm bringing them out of their thought of the future I'm concerned or the past of what happened you know, this afternoon or what on earth is going on in their technological world of whatever it is. I'm bringing them to the to the now. Yeah, into that moment. Um, and, and you said about your mission statement and your vision statement can you can you tell us what they say yeah my mission you know when i started the disco bunny um 
it, it was about me, really. It was about my journey to be a better, to be a better person and fulfill my potential in life. What can I do? I, I want to stop dreaming. I want to start doing. Mm. I want to start making that dream a reality. Um, and then I learned that my work is very powerful. It brings people to tears. It it inspires them to think about their own life and design their own lifestyle and dreams and question their own happiness. So um, I have a mission statement, um, which is to unite people, irrespective of age, gender, race, religion, yeah. orientation, physical or mental ability. Fantastic. It couldn't be more relevant in. And that's in today, it. You it? know, or what I do. Is I don't, I you know, you're walking, you're walking down the street. I look you in the eye. I'm not gonna go. Oh, you're in a wheelchair. I'm not gonna look at you. No, I'm gonna look at you exactly the same way as I'm gonna walk up to somebody who's seven foot with only one leg. Yeah. You know, hopping down the street. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mimic people on the street. Yeah, and, and I and don't what, judge. And what what unites? What, what's the uniting? What are they uniting around? The Eye contact and a smile, yeah, um, and positivity. You know, if I smile at you, you're gonna smile back, mm. and and people feel safe in that, and the judgment falls so, so away. It's a share, they're united around a shared experience. Yeah, it, it, I think it's community. Yeah, I yes. create a little bubble. <laughs> Uh, a disco bunny bubble yeah. of positivity yeah. and they step inside that and they're suddenly they're united because they're in the zone and and, yeah? and does that that feeling that they get while they're in the bunny zone mm -hmm. whether it be you know a traffic lights or on brighton seafront or in la mm. um what are your hopes for how long that because that lasts because it, it's great to experience it in the moment but I'm imagining that my, my daughter came back from a night out in Brighton. Yes. And when she got back, she showed me this video. And this video was, was of this crazy guy in the street dancing, dressed in lycra and had bunches and sequins. Yeah. And that was you. Yes. And, <laughs> and, she, and she, it wasn't just that moment she yeah. had in the street so one of her friends had taken a video and it definitely lasted yeah and it definitely lasted a few days and that was two years ago it wasn't long after you yeah you done the with the dancing with the with the old lady and and and, and it, so it's more than that moment it was something that lasted beyond that moment well even now the very fact that you recall that moment yeah exactly. uh, yeah because we're passing um, on the story you Absolutely. know you know you're passing on that little because i believe life is about making memories um about sharing memories and, and, and you know, that's it. How many memories can you sit down? And that's another little piece in the puzzle um, for you to take and to share. I think what happens um, in, I call it the disco bunny effect, um, is the, the, the sort of positive in, impact it has on people um, of seeing something so free, so liberal, so childlike, um, so playful. And, you know, it's something really simple. You look at the, we were talking about eye contact before. You're, you're walking down the street um, and then you see the disco bunny. So you look at the disco bunny. You're then like confused. D do I see what I see? <laughs> and then you look at someone else who then looks at you. And says, yes, and I does, do Yeah, see. I do. Yeah, yeah. And the pair of and you. And then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you both smile and laugh at each other. Mm. Now, the next day, you go back there. The disco bunny's not there. But you see that person. But you see that. You smile again mm. because mm. you're recalling. 
laughing at how ridiculous it was. You might even bump into that person again on the street and you will both remember that time when you got eye contact together and you <laughs> smiled and you laughed and a relationship can form from that. Other thing really simple about you know the, the the effect of the the positive effect the way it has a ripple effect is you know some people are just and i see these people they're they're miserable their face is is scrunched up and then they're like, then they, they get utterly confused by what they see and then they kind of smile and people will come up to me and said that just made my day you know people come up to me and said you know it's suicide sunday and you just made this a beautiful day yeah. thank you now imagine somebody is feeling, you know, for argument's sake, very violent, mm. yeah? And they're in a situation of domestic abuse, say, when they're an aggressor, and they're gonna go home <laughs> with a smile on their face. Mm. Now that one night, they make love. They don't make war. Mm. They don't become violent with the person they're in a relationship with. Now that can change for the better. Mm. You know, I had a, actually, yeah, I recall I was at Waterloo one day and this gentleman um, came up to me and he said, thank you, thank you. He went away, he came back and he bought me a bottle of champagne and he said, thank you. Now last time I saw you, I was with my wife and we were crossing Waterloo Bridge and then we saw you we heard you and we had a dance with you huh. and you know up to, up until that moment i've been cheating on my wife oh. and what you did is you brought us together again and i'm now che not cheating on my wife and i'm very in love with her and i'm very grateful for the fact that you brought us together wow wow, um, you know, and why, wow. And why, why did, how did <laughs> just explain that to me because that's what 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 happened do you imagine I just think they shared a moment together. They became united. That's all. Yeah. So, sh know? so it comes back to sharing an experience. Yeah, they shared a, a shared a beautiful moment, a beautiful experience, and they came together, and and that was it. They, yeah, yeah. you know. So, from the point of view of uniting mm. souls and that and that mission, mm. you're achieving that mission every day, and you're and 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 so you're successful, but um. But I sense that there is a vision and a future world. We talked earlier before we started mm. recording about um, traveling the world doing this mm. and the challenges of having to play the social media game and and also just making it work for yourself financially. Mm -hmm. um, what, does, what does that perfect future look like for you? You know, time is precious and I want to spend my time doing what it is that I uniquely can do mm. yeah so you know i want to write stories yeah i can tell stories you know just just retelling the little story there i hadn't even thought of that you mm. know i've got s just little moments like that that little little nuggets of gold um spending time with someone talking to them on the street you know getting down on one knee and glittering a child's face yeah you know i can do that adding hashtags oh my goodness give me a break yeah <laughs> yeah you know imagine you know the, the uh, a year is 300 and whatever 65 and a quarter days and if i do say four instagram or whatever it is posts per day and on the posts i do x amount of hashtags 
think of the time I could be saving yeah, by sure. not doing the hashtags. That's like three or four people's days I had the opportunity of making. Yeah. You know, Oscar, you know, the Disco Bunny, is, it's, it, it just has a profoundly positive impact uh, on people's lives. And I want the Disco Bunny to continue, you know. Um, yeah, sometimes I feel like on a, a precipice of like, oh, this is just such a struggle. It's such a weight. Um, yeah, the financial struggle, I suppose, is the biggest struggle I have. Would um, you would you speak of that for a minute? Um, what 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 does that side <sighs> of life look like for you? People say, "How do you make a living?" Yeah, and I say, "I'm alive," and that's the answer. Mm. Um, every day, I'm sort of trying to alive, you know, trying to live, but I am going forwards. Um, when I started, I was sleeping in my car, and I don't want to sleep in my car, mm. you know, and I'm making everyone's day. Um, and I'm trying to survive on 20 pounds a day. Mm. You know, the thing about what I do, um, particularly the act of disco bunning, which I'm most famous for, the sort of dancing on the streets, um, is that I make about an average of five pounds an hour. Mm -hmm. um, I tell you, working the magic hour, as I spoke before, at eight o'clock in the morning, you don't make donations. No, right. <laughs> no. So they come in the evening, do they? <laughs> they, they, yeah, they can come when they're drunk, yeah, or yeah, people yeah. could be whatever it is. But that's the, the beauty of the disco bunny is. So let me get this right. So the morning session, which is where you, the traffic lights, mm -hmm. you do that, but you don't generate any. No, I people pay, donate. I actually pay to do my job. Yeah, uh, I worked on London Bridge the other day, and I got ninety p for three and a half hours. Ninety p, yeah, ninety yeah, pence, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. I tell you, public transport costs more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> to get there, or but not you even do to get that. There. You do that that session. Let's yeah. call it. Yeah. You do that session because you know that's where you're most needed. I do that session because there's never a bad moment. Hmm. You know, um, it's it's not about the money. No, no. You know. So Interestingly, though, I was, I was listening to a podcast with Professor Green the other day, and he was talking about a conversation that he'd had with his builder, who, and they were sort of joking about how he'd been on Loose Women or something, so some TV show, and they got into this conversation about him being paid for what he does, and he said, um, he said the thing is, no one talks about this because it's not, it's not that interesting, but actually, as a successful um, musician, he gets paid for something like five percent of all of the activity yeah, that he does yeah. because that stuff doesn't pay yeah. it's just it's a, just a necessary part of the process mm -hmm. to build audience and yeah. to, and awareness and um and to spread the message of what it is that he's trying to do and all the rest of it so i guess that overlaps in many ways it's, yeah. it's much harder mm. when um the source of income is so much more um reduced mm. But it, but it sounds like it's a similar um, ne necessary part of the process. And also, you know, again, it overlaps really well. Is that he talked a lot about he would do that whether he got paid or not. It just so happens that he loves it and he gets paid for it. And it's the same for you, right? That you, this isn't about income. It's just income's a necessary part of living. Yeah, in income is an absolute necessary part of living. You know, but um, I'm a survivor. Yeah. yeah, I've spent many. I've spent lots of time in my life living on the streets, uh -huh. um, you know, in a sleeping bag, with a sleeping bag, living under a tree or in a forest, in a tent or whatever it is. Um, 
and even when I started, as I said, I was sleeping in a car. Now I'm sleeping in the bunny bus. Oh uh, yeah, so Big I upgrade. am. You know, it's 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 upgrade. But yeah. to, to you know, to just go back briefly, you know, detail. Um, I had a couple of bounce payments for my road tax. Mm. Then suddenly, like now, I'm living in a state of fear because I think this morning I need to source money for six months worth of road tax. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had. It's it's just there's this endless list of sort of financial issues, but the only problems I have in life are money. Yeah. 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 My heart is great. My soul knows. I understand my purpose in life. Physically, I my body is in good shape. Mentally, my mind is the most fluid, you know, active, alert, awake, yeah, clear that it's ever been. Mm. Emotionally. I flow, mm. yeah. I cry, I laugh, I move on. I don't get stuck in that in that rut of emotion mm. that belongs in the past. Mm. Yeah, I see something beautiful. I'm like, wow, what's that? Yeah, and I notice that. Mm. Do, do do you worry? I think I stress. <laughs> okay, which is probably <laughs> which is about the moment. Yeah. And, uh, and is it money? Is it always money, or is it? No, it's just it's just it's just the problem solving, you know. That's the worry, the problem solving. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I'm a big thinker. You know, I sleep on things and I, I toss and turn in the night. And I every morning I wake up with a new solution um, to a problem. Um, That's the survivalist in you, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I've been in ridiculous situations. Yeah. Um, it's part of the adventure, you know, I see it, but it's, it really hurts the deep inside because, you know, I want to put more of my time and energy on being the disco bunny. Yeah, I, I just want to, yeah. I, I want to kind of like really drill into this point because mm. I think there's something really interesting here. And, and it comes back to that idea of vision and mm. future and almost like Ray's point of what's, what's stressing you. And I'd imagine that some amount of stress is coming from those day-to-day -day needs in life. Yeah. But that you, you've taken this profound move of um, uniting people. And as mm. I said before, you're doing it on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. But, but, I, but I wonder when you talked about social media and about get this dream to get around the world, it's is it enough and 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 what what does that you know if it's about uniting it's like to what extent can you unite people and how much impact can you have and i wonder is that something that you you start to wonder and start to struggle with how big an impact can you have on 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 a global level yeah yeah um uh, the disco bunny i believe is a movement mm. yeah a movement whereby people go hey I'll give you the recipe. The Disco Bunny has the recipe. Mm. You know, it's free. It's a free recipe. Mm. The recipe is you wake up and you go, I'm going to do what I want to do today, mm. but I'm going to focus on mm. making other people happy and myself at the same time. Mm. I'm not going to harm any soul. Mm. Yeah. And if I'm harming somebody, I move away. Mm. <laughs> and, and, yeah? and have you ever had a moment where you've been out on the street dancing and thought, I'm not up for it today? This is, and just stop? No, that's at the beginning. Yeah, that's at the beginning. That's before you, I start. But and every you day, overcome that. Yeah, every okay. day I'm like, you know what? I'm exhausted. So is that a sort you know? of? That's a sort of. I don't want to do this. A version of stage fright, in a way. Is I'm not sure whether stage fright. I think it's just sort of like, it's my job. Sometimes you have to get up and go to work. Yeah. And go do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. once I'm out there, yeah, it's yeah. not about once me anymore. Once you're in it, it's yeah. Fine. Once I'm in it, but it's, I, that, it's that moment just before yeah. that you have. Well, you come up with excuses for not 
you know, like we all yeah, do. Yeah, I'm too tired. Like, I, exactly. I'm this. I'm not got, even going to be paid for it. I have got time. It. I need um, to be sorting out my road tax. I need to be... Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm always making excuses. Let's, let's, take, let's take all of the stresses away mm. like that. What does this perfect future look like for you? I have a dream. Go on. And the dream is that I disco bunny in different parts of the world. Mm. Um, all over the globe. I go from A to B clockwise or anti-clockwise <laughs> <laughs> and i hop in every single planet um every single continent sorry and disco bunning is just a fraction of what i do mm. along the way i open myself up and i say you can have me for free yeah so let's do a podcast together mm. yeah um i'm gonna do a workshop i went to bali and i did some volunteering in in a in a um for bali street kids mm. and i did a workshop mm. you know i've got skills and qualifications mm. and i'm going to use them for free i'm going to give them away because at the end of the day i will be rewarded mm. yeah financially mentally spiritually emotionally mm. everything and so I disco bunny. Um, I write stories, stories about the people I meet, about what I learn about their lifestyle. Mm. Um, and I do street interviews that I that I do quite a bit of. I make films. Um, somebody says, "Hey, disco bunny, we want to make a film about you disco bunnying in our town mm. about whatever it is, uh, anything." I just say yes, mm. yes. Um, but above all. I give people a reason to live. Mm. I give people a reason to wake up every day. There are some people in this world who don't have the courage to leave their front door. Um, they don't have the chance. Maybe they've only not got enough money to hop on a plane. Yeah, They've kind of got themselves in a situation where they feel they've got too much responsibility to do anything. Um, they're feeling suicidal. They've got no hope in their life. What's the point? My life is just one endless cycle mm. of repetitive, I don't want it. Mm. What about, what's the disco bunny up to? <laughs> yeah? And the disco bunny is your baby. The disco bunny is your child. Now, if you have a baby, if you have a child, something beautiful that you look at and you're excited about, you want to wake up and you want to go on the internet. <laughs> What's the disco bunny up to today? Mm. Where is the disco bunny? Who am I going to meet today through the disco bunny? The disco bunny is about giving people the opportunity to live life vicariously yeah. and have this beautiful life where you do things that you know you never done. I've never been skydiving. The disco bunny is going to go skydiving today. <laughs> yeah, go karting today. You know, and then not not only about that, but it's about the actual interaction mm. where people say, "I've got a friend who's got a cafe." Yeah, why don't you go around there and have lunch and have a chat with them? Mm. Now, you've just made a, an impact. Yeah, you've directed the destiny of the disco bunny. You're shaping. I believe the disco bunny is very much owned by the public mm. and guided by the public, guided by a wave of support and love. Um, and so that's my, my, my vision for the disco bunny. You know, the, we talked about the mission statement. The vision statement is to take control of your life. Mm -hmm to direct your destiny, mm. to fulfill your potential, yeah, it's, it's to really open your heart to love and to live with passion, yeah? That's what I wanna do, yeah? That's what I'm forcing myself to do. That's what the Disco Bunny's about. And I wanna give you, the person who it says on the bus, be part of my adventure, yeah? yeah? Don't just follow me, I don't need another follower. 
actually like you know somebody you know they sent me cards whatever it is somebody help spray paint the bus mm. let's do something together mm. um that's why i have a bit of a love hate with social media <laughs> well that that's i was going to talk on that point that, that it's so easy to miss all of that to that to miss that depth um it's fantastic to hear how much clarity you have and the fact that you put that mission and vision up to remind yourself and everyone else of it but in that moment um i think it's too easy to get caught by the, the sparkliness yeah. which still af affects you know it's the it's the disco bunny effect as you say so mm. it, so it has the desired effect but i i guess i'm feeling positive that we're able to capture some of what you've just said and actually mm. put that into the world mm. because um it helps me understand it and i hope that it helps other people understand that as well mm. um i think that the un th how united you are in a kind of in a future that isn't just about um what what you do and how you've decided to try and take these problems on um it's actually really significant there's a lot of people at the moment that are trying to work out how do we do this better? Mm. Um, so you've got, you've already got this huge tribe of people, and I think for them to be able to connect with that would be would be well, it seems kind of obvious actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so coming back then, right back to the the earlier days. So earlier you mentioned that um, there was this wake up moment, mm. um, and it was a girlfriend at the time that helped you see the disco bunny and something else of yourself, and you said and you said. I was I realized that I had a life that I didn't ask for that I hadn't d designed mm. so what I want to do is take you right back mm. to earliest memories and then and then to work forward back to that point of how did you end up in that place and then what was it that snapped you out of it and what were the kind of characteristics of you um, because you've talked about this survivalist instinct so would you take us right back to the beginning um, yeah I mean I'm on a I'm on a quest for happiness absolutely um, a request to refinding who I am. Uh -huh. uh, I know very little about my first life. I was adopted from an orphanage in Brazil um, when I was as tall as a table. Wow. They gave me a passport. Um, they gave me birth certificates. Um, they, they basically made stuff up so that I could be exported um, wow. to Luxembourg. Um, do, you, do you remember any of that? I do remember very little. Um, and it's really hard to work out what is true mm -hmm. and what is a dream um, when you don't have any photos mm. from your former life. I haven't returned to Brazil. Um, I don't have any uh, people who are able to you know, reaffirm that my dreams, my imaginations are real. Mm. Um, sights and spells and things like that. But I do remember that my life was simple. Mm -hmm. I lived on the streets. I ran around, you know. Um, I just wore a pair of soiled undies and who cares? Mm. <laughs> you know, I had no shoes. There was a box full of random shoes. What do you need shoes for? Mm. Yeah. So, so what, what age were you? I was about six or seven. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, they put me down at six or seven. Um, you know, I hadn't been to school. Well, what's school about? So you don't know, you don't really know when you where you were born or when you were born no i don't know where i was born no, okay. i don't you know I don't know how old i was yeah. or really where i came from or who my parents were if i had parents um you definitely had parents uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure you did maybe you didn't i was living in the orphanage for yeah. about a couple of years yeah um you know there's stuff to see you know abandonment and things like that sort mm. of says in some of the documents um but that was my first roll of the dice 
um, you know, because you're born and you just enter. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't have any choice about that. <laughs> no. It just happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second roll of the dice is somebody comes along and they pluck. And then yes. you're like, where am I going? Whoa, yeah. I'm transported on a plane. What on earth is this? And that's why yeah. I always talk about this as the claw from Toy Story. Yeah. Right. Okay. The claw yeah. comes down yeah. and removes you. And that's why I remember the plane. You're a kid. You've never in seen a, beautiful a plane before. No, no, but I've seen these things in, in the, the sky. sky. Yeah. And I understood that kids left. Yeah. And they never returned. Yeah. The claw would take a kid. Yeah. A parent or somebody or other would hold the kid and give them clothes. And then, phew. So that's an Never to be incredibly seen again. scary, but also an incredibly exciting proposition. Uh, I think it was just confusing. Yeah. As a child. Right, because you don't yeah. have context. You, you, there's no concept. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to be adopted? Mm. Uh? No idea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to go to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even speak my language. I don't even know who you are. And I don't even love you. Yeah. Yeah? Now, the difficult thing, because I was so old, is that my parents, um, they loved me straight away. Mm. Like when you see a puppy. So this is age six or seven. Yeah. You were adopted. Yes. In where? From Brazil, from Salvador. No, but where, 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 where were you when you were transported? Where did you? I went to Luxembourg. Luxembourg. To, Lu to Luxembourg. To Luxembourg. Luxembourg and yeah. spent time living in Luxembourg. And spent time living in Luxembourg. But now that was my second life. Yes. And, okay. and, and those adopted parents, mm. they loved you. Oh yeah, they loved me. Yeah, they loved me. I had an issue connecting with love, yeah. and love is uh, is quite fundamental to my work mm. because I'm almost a love preacher, mm. <laughs> whilst constantly looking for love myself, yeah, um, okay. trying to define love. What is love? Mm. You know, you got to find love in your work, love in your life, love in the people you mm. do, L love in your reason to wake up in the morning, um, love with the weather, love with the country that you're in. You need to find love, mm. feel the love, and go do it, and. I was given the second life and and I guess this was it going back to choices in life and in my second life I was given clothes you're gonna wear this oh okay yeah um, this is how you're gonna behave oh okay this is when you be silent okay this is when you express emotion this is when you don't express emotion this is how you express emotion yeah um, so I was given 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 but yet I was taken away, mm. you know, I was put in a little box mm. um, and suddenly instead of living on the streets, running around, <laughs> you know, stealing food and riding on the back of cars, you yeah. know, hitchhiking on a, you know, I have this like memory in which I'm on the back of like a, a V-dub camper and it's like, you know, parked and then the, the, you know, the driver gets in and I'm like run and I jump on the back of it and I'm <laughs> holding onto the back and I'm making sure my head's bobbing up and down. I'm just hitchhiking on the back of a camper, you know, that's how simple my life was. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you go, what should we do next? And then and suddenly you're living in a massive house. With with rules, with rules, and, with regulations, and, with and, clothes. And, you open your cupboard. You've got choice yeah. of clothes. And, and other people's beliefs about how to wait, how to act in the world. Yeah, and I didn't choose that as a child. You sound eloquent in how you talk, mm. which makes me wonder if that's a stage in your life was education. I have had a very varied education. You know, life, my lifestyle is my education. My life, everyone's life is their education. Yeah, so I sure. had an education in Brazil. You know, I had social education. I'm living on the streets. What yeah. do you learn when you live on the streets? Yeah, yeah. That's a serious education. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I went to school for the first time um, and I sat on a chair mm. for hours mm. <laughs> which is a 
imagine that? <laughs> you never yeah. sat in a chair for hours and you had to do this. Um, we're no questioning, why am I doing this? Why am I going to this school? You know, I know that I've always been quite sort of advanced mentally, very active. Um, I, I'm out there. I want to enjoy myself. I want to have fun. I want to make most of this opportunity. Um, yeah, I went to a school in Luxembourg, um, and then I went to, a, and then I left. Presumably, Luxembourg. you learned a different language. Yeah, I learned. I learned English for the first time. They didn't speak any Portuguese. Wow. Um, they were instructed also to not speak Portuguese. Um, so I went straight. Within a year, I was fluent in English. Um, I also received. I had mental blocks, so I. Refuse to talk about Brazil, mm. talk about my first life, you know, had my new life, you know, I missed, I questioned my identity. There was a racial difference as well. Mm. You know, I had brown skin, they had white skin, and um, I was f emotionally very free and highly expressive, and there were, oh, darling, what will the neighbors think? <laughs> they were sort of far yeah. more restricted. Um, they had views, my parents did, um, strong views. Uh, w which they tried to instill in me, and um, I presumably they were a mixture of ones that you uh, agreed with, and they sort of chimed with you, and, yeah. and others where you fi found some resistance, and you, you it didn't. Was, it was it was just, uh, you know, excuse the excuse my uh, use of English, but it was a head fuck. Mm. Yeah, um, it was well, you know, it was it was mind blowing. Well, because it was a lot, a lot of change. In a very well, in the space of a flight. Yeah, yeah. Was, you know, um, it, it was mind blowing. But the questions came when I was about nine or ten mm -hmm. um, years old. So say I was adopted at six or so. Yeah. Um, then I went to Luxembourg. So then from Luxembourg, I went to Gloucestershire, um, and then I went into an English state school. And so your your, par your parents, your adoptive parents, yes. were English. Yeah, they were English. And they were living in Luxembourg. They were living, working for the okay. e right. EEC, mm -hmm. which was now the EU, um, and they had regular jobs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, and a regular lifestyle, whatever regular is. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I went to you know uh, just briefly life story. Then I went to Gloucestershire, uh, and then I went to Dorset, and I did did go to a boarding school huh. where I refined my articulated English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know my education has been incredible, and mm. I'm super grateful. My parents took me on holidays. Um, they never struggled for money. Mm. Uh, you know we had animals. They became self sufficient, um, and it's all part of. Um, what makes me the disco bunny yeah. um, is my ability to have experienced, you know, some aspects of life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's, that's a really broad experience, isn't it? I yeah. I mean, I can't, I don't know if I, I've met anybody that's had that no, sort of, no. and it's, it's that amount of, I don't know what to call it when you were younger in Brazil, but it's somewhere between immense freedom mm responsibility no, well and and complete and utter i imagine responsibility for yourself at That's a right. very early age and then suddenly everything but responsibility is nothing yeah it's just living yeah. it's just freedom you know you know what about okay well i the thing is you see i i think the big difference is my parents believe they saved me mm. yes and, and i didn't need it i didn't need saving no they took me away from my happiness mm. 
is how I actually see it. Right. You know, did I need education? No. Did I want it? No. Was I happy? Yes. Did I have everything I needed and wanted? Yes. Mm. And do you hold that against them? No, I don't. Ho- well, that's a good question. I don't think I'm the one to say whether I do or don't. <laughs> but um, I think it's sad um, that every birthday they wanted me to feel grateful um, that I had been adopted. Mm. Um, and. I'm grateful that they did their best. Yes. Yeah, and they loved me and within cared for the, me. Within what was possible for them at that time, they were doing it with the best Always. intentions. Always. The intent was The was, intent was, was great, yeah. yeah okay. uh, I think it was awful and terrible what they did uh, and how they did it. But the heart was good. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> if and that th- makes any sense. And that's yeah? hard. Are they, you know, are they, when are you they... adopt a child who's of a different race to you. Yes. Now you need to wake up and think about what what does that mean. Th- that, that could yeah? have consequences. Later on in, in life. A, yeah. In a very indirect way. And I'm not trying to be provocative here, but it's going to sound <laughs> it. They have brought the disco bunny to the world, though. They did. Because absolutely. We're, we're sitting here having this conversation. And I suspect that your ability to articulate some of the quite complicated ideas of the way that you have taken on life and des- and designed this future for yourself yeah. are a direct side effect of your experience. Yeah. It's like within Pablo Woodward, yeah. there is the disco bunny. Exactly, yeah. The little boy, the street kid, yeah. the orphan, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I was adopted and put into this Western world where I had this and told to do this and told to do that. And before you know it, you know, my parents are trying to get me to buy a house. Yeah. Buy a house. Get a mortgage. Yeah. Get a pension scheme. Yeah. You know? This ultimately it's like the incredible hulk the disco bunny within mm. goes ah! yeah i don't want this mm. i hate this mm. i'm just going to sleep on the streets and i'm just going to make people smile mm. for no money whatsoever mm. because that's what i want to do and, and this it, is my life have it's, you hard, it's, hard, it's hard for any parent isn't it because when you grow up i'm just, I'm just trying to it's, it's really fascinating but mm. as any parent you grow up you learn lessons about life and you learn lessons about yourself and you want to as best as you can impart some of the lessons you've learned onto your children because you don't want them to make the same mistakes yeah um but there also has to come a time where you have to just let them find it out for themselves because the best way of building a set of good coherent beliefs is to experience yep. life yeah and so that, that that's that's I, i'm speaking for mm, myself mm. Here. it's hard to know i can't go too far in sort of trying to teach my kids yeah because i know they've got to learn it for themselves but i don't want them to make some mistakes because i did and it's quite painful <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, life is a process of so trial i suppose that's what they tried to do for you mm. have, have tried you- have trying to give you things that they thought were important. Have you helped them become more Disco Bunny? Has the Disco Bunny effect affected them? Sadly, no. No? No. <laughs> and it's really funny. They're quite. They're pretty ashamed of what I do with my life. Oh, really? Yeah. That must be hard then. Uh, y- yes, it's hard, you know, but um, I process it and I move forwards. Um, do, do you still have a relationship with them? Yeah, I do. Okay. I just don't see them very much. They don't make me feel good. Hmm. Um, Let, let's 
you don't need to spend time with people that don't make you no, feel good. No, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, so I and mean, that's that's true. <laughs> so how did that how did that next phase come about then? So so you you know you're living through that phase of your life, that second phase, and you know that you're um it doesn't feel right and and that that you're fighting that spirit that's mm. within you. And as you said there's this real pull towards a conventional life. Mm. And to a, it sounded like, to a degree, you you went there, mm-hmm. um, and then you mentioned earlier that then you rejected it. Would you would you talk about what what going there it was just looked like? I, and I, felt I like? think you know I became an adult and I left home, mm-hmm. and then life happens. Before you know it, you know you leave home, and you're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to leave. Oh, I suppose I'll rent yeah I'll, I'll rent yeah that's what I'll do uh, I don't have enough money to live with people so uh, what shall I do and you speak to someone and they say well sh- share a house oh. oh yeah yeah I'll do that I'll share a house so you share a house and then you share a house and then you're like I need a job and you speak to someone uh, what job shall I do oh I got a job Oh, and then before you know it, you do a job you're doing that job and then someone says why don't you do this job because it make, gives you more money and then you do that job now before you know it you're speaking to random people mm. doing random things mm. living a random life mm. and before you know it like me I find myself in a really big house and it's all myself and it's a big house to myself I've got a like a TV mm. and a contract for that TV and a phone and electricity contract I've got all of that hey and I go did I choose this mm. or did I speak to a bunch of random people who said have this yeah it's free have it or do it because that's what they're doing and not once was I really consciously thinking what do I want mm. okay so you were you were going with the flow I Up went until with the that flow. Point, you were going with the flow. Going with the flow, but whose flow? Yeah, yeah you're absolutely. Being, yeah. You're being consumed by the system. Yeah, yeah. Or a Agreed. system. <laughs> whose flow is it? It's yeah, that, it's no one's flow. No, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, you know, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go with my flow. Yeah. Well, that that that's the so there's this moment, right? And I think that, in my experience, people feel that moment, but they don't do anything about it. Um. What 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 was your what were your triggers towards actually making the shift? You know, I always call it like when you're on a precipice between a breakdown and a breakthrough, mm. and you you know it's inspiration desperation. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait until you hit that bottom. You no. don't have to wait. You don't have to be like there about to jump. Mm. No. You can say. I think I'm going to jump unless I change. Mm. Um, and I got to that point. You know, I was pushed. There was an incident that happened where I tried to get a flight for my children to come over from Australia to share this life that I had created mm. for other people because I believed it was <laughs> how I would be respected by other people. Mm. Um, and uh, it fell through and they weren't able to get on the flight. And, and I realized that I just created this life. Um, to please the opinions of others. Mm. Um, so it was just that, that. It was just a really big cry. And I realized that I don't want this life and so, I'm not happy. So so, so, <coughs> how close to the edge were you? Whatever the edge was, it mm. doesn't matter your definition of the edge. Yeah, I don't think yeah. too much. But how close, did, did, you, did you wait too long 
or do you think the moment was right? The moment was just right, you know. I d- there was a moment in my life, uh, th- 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 talking about the edge, I spent many years circling, spiraling, mm. downwards, downwards, okay. downwards, and yeah. you're there. And it's just, you can't start anything. You start and you run out of steam. Mm. So then you start again and you run out of steam. You start something else. And then you kind of go like, why can't I persist with anything? Mm. You know, because I, I'm just clutching at things. Okay, so, it, so uh, just uh, if I was listening, mm. and I am listening mm. right now, um, what what sort of jobs were you doing? I was I was working as an English teacher. You know, okay. I'm a qualified English teacher. Um, I actually worked as a tennis coach. Okay, um, I ran my own tennis company um, with six tennis coaches. Yeah, uh, I I was a quiz master running a quiz business. You might think, hey, this is great. Okay, so you you got into you'd sort of become. I'd taken steps to be self-employed <laughs> controlling of my time yeah okay yeah yeah I'd taken steps to control my time yeah so so you were you weren't you weren't you weren't working for the big corporate no. doing the commute yeah I'd done that I did do a job once I sat in an office for yeah. nine months okay it was Fixed the not in your spandex. Yeah, yeah, well no. done you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put on weight, I had a cubicle, I shuffled <laughs> papers, I answered phones, yeah. I got paid like salary, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So and you've done that. You've done I did it. It was my it. greatest achievement. <laughs> yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, well done. <laughs> done it. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you know, whatever. You know, let, let's not like waste yeah, nine the next months. fifty you, years you, of my it, life. That nine yeah. nine months gave birth to something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I became grey. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, the, the thing was, you know, going back to the jobs I've done, I'd done these jobs, and this is the whole thing was, I'd done every job in the world, and I needed to create a job for myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and the job that you needed to, you needed to create it because it wasn't out there. Yeah. It's called the Disco Bunny. Mm. Yeah. So that's it. I, you know, I've done every job. I'm not saying I, I don't like the jobs I've done no. because, you know, the, I I, I want to work for fun. Mm. Yeah. And not money. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you've got those experiences and those jobs that you did were sort of stepping stones to the Disco Bunny. Yeah. Because if I you used hadn't the have done those, if you hadn't done those jobs, you they wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to take the next step no i do um sometimes sort of go like oh, why didn't i do this 10 years earlier yeah yeah of course yeah yeah absolutely why yeah, but, but equally you know? equally you could have done it 10 years later so you know yeah. you know that's true yeah so yeah i think you know what what pushed me over the edge uh you know the the moment i just stopped and i just breathed and i just reflected and uh, you know, you've got to stop history from repeating itself. And to do that, you have to throw a spanner in the works. Yeah. Do something radical. Mm. Leave the yeah. country. Mm. Yeah. Go sleep in your car. Call yeah. yourself the Disco Bunny. Mm. Yeah. And walk around saying, I am the Disco Bunny. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you, 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 <laughs> you, you've got to change something. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to be a bit braver than you've maybe you have You've got to step out of your comfort been. zone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you, to play it back to you, you had a, a series of steps that had built and built and built. Mm. Um, and it sounds like that happened almost from your earliest memories, actually. Mm. And and then there is some crescendo moment around um, your kids and trying to get this flight. And then that maybe really kind of f- forces your thinking and forces some clarity and forces you to act. Um, but then the the act sounds like it's not 
although it's a profound thing in your mind at that point it's still um there's still a journey to go on to actually become this future yeah because at that moment you say enough i am now going to cross the precipice and i'm going to be the disco bunny and i'm going to live in my car and that's where it starts and then it sounds like the woman that you talked about earlier that helped you to define this and see this was supporting you in helping to frame up what this future could look like i i don't know if she was she just saw yeah she saw the the, the, the little spark inside she saw the potential. maybe she was holding the mirror yeah she's all she just made me see it yeah um th that's what she did but sorry but I lost it, it, so it sounds like the big moment um or the the, the big significant shift there's a there's an inner shift mm. which is you and the disco bunny but then there's a, a physical shift which sounds like big house to car yeah it's just a uh, just a change i i think i i said i don't want this anymore mm. yeah i really asked myself what do i want mm -hmm. can, I, can i just ask you about the the, the disco bunny the name because I'm, mm. I'm starting to get i'm starting to wonder whether by calling yourself the disco bunny you mm. could have called yourself the the flower man or yes you know you could have called yourself the the dancing man yeah. or you could have called yourself anything but by giving it a name it sort of makes it a bit more real yeah i think it's just it's a name it's a name that works yeah it's, it's identifiable and it's it's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the disco bunny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to live in the bunny bus. I'm going to ride the bunny bus, and I'm just going to make people smile. And I'm going to do this for a living. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's fabulously ridiculous. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it really is fabulously ridiculous because that's how. Um, you know, is this really true? You know, the, yeah. when people s look at me, sometimes they are in absolute disbelief. I think, you, you know, I look at the disco bunny and I think this, this is, this is so ridiculous. It can't be true, mm. but it's it's so real. But it would have been this. Th what you do, uh, and this is no offence. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, deriding your uniqueness, but what you do would have been done over millennia by people they would have gone round to villages and towns and they would have provided moments of it's called a jester isn't it well it could be, <laughs> it know, could be a jester it yeah. could be an entertainer yeah. it could be um you could call it many different yeah. things but it's not you're not doing something you you've you've stamped your own mark in it and nobody else is called the disco bunny and nobody's got got the i don't the think anyone bus, else is crazy enough to to do i i think maybe it is i'm doing what i'm doing in this time frame Yes, that's right. Yeah, in yeah, this day, absolutely. 2019. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, nobody seems to have the courage, or, or I don't know, the life experience, or whatever it is. I don't know the self belief. I don't know whether I have self belief or self, whatever it is. But why isn't anyone doing it? I mean, you know, it's simple. Yeah. I just wear a bunch of clothes, sparkly outfits, a bit of glitter. Uh, you know, I have a bus which is bright yellow, and I, I drive around and and I make films well, and reason, I talk about life and I, I make people smile. It's not but the reason, science. but the reason people won't do it is because they um, are they worry about the f things like the future. They worry about what other people will think about them. They worry about you know, there are always reasons to stop 
to not do something like that yeah. they will say they they i mean i can imagine people listening now and saying well it's just you're running away from Ron's responsibility and then on the other hand i'm thinking you're living well, a life you're you're running towards responsibility you're taking responsibility for yeah. you, for, you, for yourself so it's a really everything i do is criticized opinionated or applaud it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's right. right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's yeah. just like, I'm just going to be me. Yeah, yeah. Let me be me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to just come back to that moment because I still think there's something there in this this shift from one day to the next. Mm. This 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 move from I've, I'm, I've got this life that I didn't ask for and now I haven't. Now I'm on this new trajectory. For as much as you can remember of that, would you tell us about what did that feel like and and, and 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 that wake up moment where you go no enough this is what can you remember of those moments it's just emptiness you know i think this is it i was just like am i successful yeah i've got it i've got that house i've got the castle i live in this prison and it's mine <sighs> but i'm trapped yeah yeah and it was just an empty feeling and it's just like i don't want that I want adventure. Yeah. So it's it's I want change. It started with this this moment in your head where you go, This is not I didn't sign up to this. This is not I'm in this prison. Mm. What were then the steps that you took to break free from that? I mean I took radical change and I just you know, as I said, I started sleeping in my car. And that's literally from one day to the next. One day to the next. One day from living in a castle. Just like, what am I? I, I had. A, I remember speaking to a friend um, shortly before I did that. And I was just like, I just want to drive to China. My brother's in China. And I haven't seen him for years. You know, I, I was adopted, but he said, my mother's son. Why am I so afraid? What am I afraid of? Mm. And I just, just go. You know, what's the worst that can happen? What, I'm going to be there on my own crying? Well, I'm kind of crying now, mm. you know? I'm going to be dead? Well, I'm going to die sooner or later. What am I so afraid of? Mm. And so, so yeah, I kept asking myself, you know, I'm scared of myself or something. Um, so, yeah, I made, I made radical change. As I said, some people... They leave their relationship. Uh, you know, you, you look at the person you're in. You go, I don't love you. Mm. It's like, why am I in bed with you? Mm. So, so did you did you did you start sleeping in your car and without a plan? Yeah, that's what it was. That, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. You just ri you ripped up the rule book and you just said, yeah, right, okay, yeah, right. Close that chapter. Yeah, start a new chapter. I'm gonna go uh, south. Yeah. So I went south for 50 miles and then cried and then I went, oh, I'm going to go west. <laughs> okay, so you just you just did something different. You I just, just did something different. Yeah. And then I was okay. just like, you know what? I'm still alive. And, and, I'm a and, bit happier today. Oh, I need a shower. Uh, where can I find a shower? Motorway. Okay, let's live in the now. Let's live in the moment. Let's worry about today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I just went, I went, I had a shower, I had a shower. Okay, what shall I do now? So, so the faith you had was simply that something different slash adventure was going to turn out better than what you had. Than mundanity. Yeah. It's the worst thing in life to die of boredom. Mm. Yeah. I was just heading that way. I also trusted one simple thing. I trusted people. Yeah. Yeah that if you're out there and you just cry for help, yeah, 
somebody comes along yeah this is i'm glad that you've mentioned this because i think that that, again there's a subtext here and you mentioned it again before we started recording because you you mentioned um the garage that supports the disco bunny and make sure that your that your van works yeah and they go above and beyond who else has who's been there Who, who have been the people that have helped you to um take this leap of faith and support you through it uh, I think there's just lots of lots of little people. They just they pet me up. You know, I'm constantly falling, mm. um, yeah. and I'm just constantly falling. Honestly, and little people they kind of they smile or they offer me a roof over their head or they give me some food or they give me some clothes. This morning you've given some beautiful gifts for mm. me, yeah. And I, I'm not opening it, but I'm going to open that later as a treat, as a moment when I'm maybe feeling down mm. or a moment when I'm just totally able to appreciate it, so that I can feel the positivity, mm. the impact, the joy in every single just the unwrapping mm. of the gifts that you give me. You know, you wrapped it up in a plastic bag (laughs) (laughs) and for me that's wonderful so there isn't any one person um who has been there all of my life um you know throughout this journey as the disco bunny no it's about multiple people so you just got faith in the human race i do have faith in the human race yeah Yeah. as humans we are nice as humans we cry we laugh we smile yeah yeah? we we have bodies that function in a certain way and and emotionally (laughs) we flow like and and I think it seems to me anyway that in everything you said that you are able to do what you do you're able to be the disco bunny because you do believe that old you may okay you might have your bad days when you don't make any money or you get wet and uncomfortable and Mm. and all of that Mm. but overall you trust you have faith that what you're doing will the it, world will provide people will provide enough for you to carry on doing what you're doing the simplicity is if you put good stuff out there yeah, good stuff comes back right, at you yeah, yeah. absolutely it's as simple and as that's that. your faith isn't it that's yeah. it and and it's a faith in people i'm but rewarded it, look look at where i am yeah, today no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know i'm yeah. i'm yeah i'm loved i'm supported i have you know a, a movement going on where people are like how can i help you yeah. My problem is I don't know how to accept help. Yeah. 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 I, I reject the offers of help. I feel guilty. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's y- my do. problem. Yeah, I feel terribly guilty. Why? I feel unworthy. Why? I feel you know, I'm I'm uh, I claim to spread positive energy, but of course I'm human. I upset people. I let people down. Mm. Sometimes I give false promises. Mm. Yeah. You know, I need to to I might have borrowed money off a friend and I need to pay them back. Mm. Yeah. Um and it has a real, uh, you know, I carry the burden. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is that w- with with accepting help, you've got to know how to deal. That there there is a cost that can come with it, accepting help. It's yeah. One feels <sighs> the disco bunny is about the art of giving. <laughs> yeah right yeah. so and the, so the art of receiving is the opposite of the giving and that yeah the hard bit. yeah and, and i think uh, you, i don't think you're alone i mean uh, my dad passed away a few months ago and mm. he was very good at helping people he was very bad at asking for help yeah and not very good at taking it 
yeah. when it was offered, yes. even though it wasn't asked for. <laughs> you know, he was he was grateful. He was grateful when it really came down to it. But it, it, I think that it's it's a hard thing. I get messages that say, "I want to put, I want to give you some money." Right? People say they give me donations. Mm. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, what am I gonna do? Oh God, I don't wanna look at the message. Yeah, I wanna give you a car. Oh, oh God. You know, I, I was having car issues. You know, we, we, the old car was broken down. The car was my home, that's where I slept. Somebody offered me two cars, I was offered two cars. I was just like, oh, what am I gonna do? This is too much. I'm, un- you, you, what do I do? Mm. How, yeah. And uh, well, if anybody's listening that has listened to the Lawrence McKay Hill, uh, that's right well, uh, the podcast it was, it's worth because it, uh, we've only just found this out <laughs> just before we started recording that the one of those cars I'm assuming yes, anyway yeah. one of those cars was donated by Lawrence and Carlos at the Happy Startups yeah absolutely yeah, yeah which is you know that, that, that that's lovely because yeah, they're was... good guys you know and they would have only done it be- they wouldn't expect anything from it no. no no they didn't no 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 and you know i i've rewarded th- well it's not rewarded them it's just i i've done what i want to do and i decided to put the happy startup yeah. um you know um school on one, one sponsors of the, of the buddy bus well yeah, yeah even yeah, though yeah. they haven't technically sponsored me no, but they no, gave but me a but car yeah, yeah, but they, they helped me they, they helped um, to get and it's you my, to point i'm proud yeah one of the things yeah. that's come up lots of times in the conversations we've had with all sorts of different people is the idea that of trading with different currencies mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about the conversation so far is like there is a necessary part of trading with money um because it's a really well accepted currency um but there's these there's all these other currencies that we can yes. trade with and you, you trade day to day with a currency of giving the gift of happiness yes. or no it's more than that it's the gift of the disco bunny effect yeah. and um and sometimes you get back other currencies from that yeah i do be that a car <laughs> mm-hmm. or a smile mm. or, lunch. or love or interaction yeah. you know a cup of or coffee or exactly. flowers the but amount it, of gifts it, a lick of an ice that's cream it. exactly <laughs> but but also sometimes you're also going to get back the actual hard currency of money yeah I, I don't think you should this is me absolutely giving advice here i don't yeah. think you should see it any differently it's just no karma i should coming back. No. you need it as much as you need the other stuff yeah you know and and you've put something out there and something's come back yeah it's all like this yeah i need uh, it's there are many things that i want i need to work on you know i am the most perfect imperfect human yeah that has ever existed there are two things that i really want to make sure that we talk about before we close up and and I'll say what those two things are so that yes. we make sure we cover them. One is the there was a video that went viral quite recently. Oh yes. Um, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I, I watched that video, and I, obviously I hadn't met you at the time, and um, but I but I followed your journey. I know I know, I think I think I had connected with why you do what you do. Hmm. So let's say I, I I think I'd connected at the right level, and then I saw that video, and. Um, and I really felt for you, actually. So I'd, I want to just talk about that for a minute, if that's okay. And I also want to talk about the fact that you've just had a baby. Oh. Um, because <laughs> because we've had babies, oh. me and Ray, not together. Um, the cat's um, out of the bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a cat baby. Um, and and it's a big, it's a, such a big deal having a baby. And it's so interesting to listen to how how you how that's been for you. Um, so is it okay if we just finish off on those two topics? Absolutely. So let's first talk about that video then. Do you, do you want to describe it first? 
Yeah, it was just, look, I was disco bunnying. I was doing my thing in Nottingham. Um, and then I became aware that there was um, somebody basically interrupting my spread of positive energy who was ruining the vibe uh and they were sort of shouting stuff uh and i'm you know when i work i am totally sober and totally alert and it is very important just got a little uh whistle there <laughs> from somebody <laughs> who recognizes exactly the, the right disco money well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um yeah, it's, it's, you know, safety is paramount. Yeah. Um, so I'm prepared for anything that happens. Yes. Could that be somebody walks into a lamppost? Yes, that's happened before because they're staring at the disco yeah. body. Or in this particular case, um, somebody becoming rather animated and I need to assess it. Okay, is this danger? I think this is danger. Mm. Um, is this danger to me or this danger to others? I could see that he started to follow me. So... Um, I maybe made a little whatever, uh, approached and then took my step. And I do this little thing, which is catch me if you can. So if somebody wants to really be aggressive, they got to catch me. But the disco bunny dances wherever he goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the person who's tried to be aggressive towards so a dancing, smiling man is really, you know, ineffective. Really okay, yeah. So you put your feelers out there. You're testing the situation. Oh, yeah. I test the situation. To understand. What do I do? How do I do? You're mapping it out. Yeah. And the key thing as well uh, is I'm looking. I'm keeping my body uh, and my eyes fixed on the point of danger. Mm, yeah. Now, I realized that it was too much. You know, there's the fight between positivity and negativity. And unfortunately, negativity usually wins over positivity. Mm. Yeah. You got a really negative person. You got a super positive person. The negative person will dampen mm. the, the mood mm -hmm. and steal the vibe. Now, if you have a problem, I will move. Mm. The world is so big. Yeah. Now, so I stopped the music and I spoke to this man. Um, and then he let off a tirade. It was no more than that. Uh, the man, uh, he demanded to know my sexuality. He didn't so much demand. He insisted that I was a homosexual. And then he went to the next stage. And then he basically put homosexuality and pedophilia together. And he insisted that I was a pedophile. Mm. And then he insisted that I was a pedophile and a homosexual. Then he insisted that all pedophiles and homosexuals, uh, all pedophiles were homosexuals. Um, and he let out a torrent of abuse. Um, now, I don't mind because I receive abuse. And I'm sad to say I receive the most common abuse I receive is sexual abuse. People um, get disturbed by the side of the disco bunny because it could be three o'clock in the morning. And they want to know if the disco bunny's drunk <laughs> because they might be high on something but the disco bunny is high on life and people look at me at eight o'clock in the morning when i'm there they look at me and i see them look in my eyes and they want to know is he drunk is he high what's happening with his eyes and yeah. this man he wants to know my sexuality because for him he feels confident if he has an answer mm. that's my, my job to give you answers it's my job to let you make an opinion of me mm. and then to maybe have that opinion challenged later when you discover that the disco bunny is actually more articulate than that. Mm. So the, the disco bunny has so a vision. So this man, he let off his tirade, he was abusive, and he started then attacking the crowd. Um, and it, the video just went viral. I sat on it for yeah. three days, and I didn't know whether to release it or not. Who, who was filming it? 
Uh, I actually had a filmographer that day. Oh wow! Okay, uh, so and that and there just were a couple other people filming as well. I think. Weren't yeah, there? but the the video that went viral is the one that my filmographer oh, caught. I said because the point is this happens to me all the time. All sorts of incidences yeah, of yeah. joy. Mm. Yeah, 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 as well as as well as the negativity. Uh, yeah. And I need to capture the moments yeah, yeah. and share those moments. Yeah, yeah. So, so it seems to me like he he was very confused by you. Um, and what you were doing and how you were dressed and he couldn't ju- he just couldn't get it into order yeah he, couldn't he flipped make, he couldn't make sense of it he couldn't he couldn't get it into he didn't know what was going on he wanted to get it into the no- uh, the known yeah uh, and you were you were well <laughs> you were disturbing the fuck out of him really yeah, yeah, weren't yeah, you because yeah. he, he and just not, couldn't assess the situation and what was what was hilarious although the video was anything but hilarious some people found the video really shocking and really fuming mm-hmm. uh, it, you know fumed them was I it was the way that I reacted I reacted uh, I counter reacted his aggression with absolute warmth yeah I said to him yeah. Would you like a song? Yeah, yeah. I said, good sir, which would, I respect your opinion. Which would have confused him even more. Mm. You know? Um, I actually, when he first asked me, are you a homosexual? Tell me now, are you a homosexual? Obviously, I'm primarily considered about my safety. Yeah. Then, secondly, I was considered about the safety of others. Because yeah. there's one thing I don't want, and that is a brawl when mm. I'm no, working. No, no. Uh, and, you know, there are other people who maybe are less restrained than I am, mm. um, less emotionally experienced in dealing with, yeah. with such conflicts and tirades. Um, yeah and vitriol really yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to actually pull people back yeah yeah um, okay so yeah that that's and my mouth was dry um, I was highly stressed but I look as calm as could yeah, be yeah yeah but inside yeah inside yeah, yeah yeah but I was very calm and dealt with the situation but, but the good news is that when that happens um, it it gives a reason for people to take interest and for that and for your story to go to go out there, right? So yeah, I mean, I, th- I to be honest, I think the video was beyond me. Mm. Uh, it was not about me. No, the right. video was, but it was about what your mission is designed for, which is your mission is to unite. Yeah, and that wasn't uniting, so it creates dialogue and conversation. What are you doing? About, Why are you yeah, here? Yeah, I just want to make people smile. Right. <laughs> and so from yeah. that point of view, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of as hard as it is for you to experience that. It's yeah. useful. Well, it's it's almost as useful. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's almost as useful, yeah. and it may not have been a pleasant experience for you or other people there, or the, or the guy, because yeah. he wouldn't have he wouldn't have enjoyed that. No, he probably wasn't in control. <laughs> it was just he was so furious and so confused. That yeah, he yeah. Lost his rag. Maybe, yeah. You... And it, but other people, you know, from the LGBTQI plus community, <laughs> um, yeah, they're persecuted mm. just because mm. they dress a certain way. Mm. Yeah, mm. and and that's what I did in the video. I stood up to them, mm. and I could have declared my sexuality. None of your business. Mm. You know, that's not what I'm I here did to start do. the video yeah. by by saying, "Yeah, I've got two children." Mm. So maybe I was heterosexual. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, that confuses people, doesn't it? You know, and yeah. to tie in with what you're about to, we were talking about, about I've just had a baby. Mm. So I, I, I almost said, and I'm about, and I was like, you don't deserve <laughs> no, that. No, I'm sorry, right, but you don't right. deserve that. No, you no, know? No. And the point is, I love people. Mm. I'm not going to love you less or more, iris- you know, whatever your gender, race, religion, orientation, mm. yeah, yeah. you know, physical or mental ability is. I'm going to love you all as like the same you're just mm. another soul mm. on this planet yeah but that 
Uh, getting into getting into the stuff I could easily carry on talking about <laughs> let's, for let's ages, go. but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's really I just got to say it because I mean, it re- but it really is. It's about the known and the unknown, and that there are people that are, are prepared to go into the unknown and have been there many times before and know that everything is going to be okay. When you see something different, when you see something confusing, it's not a threatening situation. It's it's a different situation, yeah. and you need to map it out. Yeah. And you're very very well versed in that. You've yeah. been you know all over the world, mm. and you've met all different types of people, and found yourself in all different situations. That guy probably hadn't. Mm. He hadn't been into the unknown. So when he saw it, he he saw it as threatening. He saw it as chaotic. He saw it as he was afraid. Mm. And, it, and 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 that's hard place to be in. And and I think what this podcast is about you know is about meeting people like you who have who've taken those steps into mm. the unknown mm. and and mostly on balance benefited from doing so yeah i i get a lot of uh, i like to step into the unknown talking about the, the comfort zone uh briefly so when i go to a new town um yeah sometimes i you know i remember i think it was Inverness when I got to Inverness um, and I, yeah I walked into a bar and it was like empty-ish bar few people there sipping their pints and I went in and everybody looked at me really with such hostility and I was just like I deserve to be here mm. yeah, yeah. this is the absolute perfect place for mm. me to be mm. yeah, yeah, and I exactly, went into the yeah. bar I ordered a drink and then and, and no one can look at me. They're all sort of back turned, looking over their shoulders. And then after a while, they strike up a conversation. And then afterwards, they go, you're right, you are. Yeah. Oh, really? Was the night before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know? Well, I, 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 well you're, you're, I know exactly what you talk of. Yeah. And that's why I love going yeah. in fully dressed, as the disco buddy into Weatherspoon's pubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the perfect place. <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect yeah. Place. It's Brilliant. like the disco buddy goes to where people least expect to yeah. see the disco bunny. Yeah, and today that... we are in Brighton, beautiful Brighton. Yes, okay, it's where the heart and the spirit and the soul of the disco bunny originates, but the disco bunny belongs where the disco bunny should never be seen. That's right. Yes, I love it. So let's just finish off with you had a baby recently. <laughs> yes. Which to many people, that's a really profound thing in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I know on many levels it is a profound thing in your life, but it is so interesting the way um, that you have responded to that from what I've experienced. So uh, it, it's just it's, it feels like water off a duck's back. D- tell tell us like how how are you, how are you feeling about that? Um, I've got a baby. I've got a baby. I've just, I've, I've got to keep reminding myself, oh, right. I have a baby. <laughs> this is a denial thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have a baby. Right now, I'm not thinking about the baby because I'm just spending my time with you yeah, yeah, in the yeah. glorious sun with a sea in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, I don't have a baby. But if I look, I do see some baby paraphernalia. Um, your life doesn't have to end because you have a baby. Mm. Um, your life doesn't have to change because you have a baby. You can, can still continue for your dream, yeah? And you just, 
embellish that dream with the baby. Mm. Yeah. So the question is, my life has just become more puzzling mm. now I have a baby. And I don't want to live in a house. No. Uh. Yeah. I don't want to even own a pram. Mm. Right? What yeah. am I going to do with a pram? I live in a bus. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How am I going to travel the world? Right? I am determined to be true to the heart and soul of who I am. Yeah. And I am not a person who gets cooped up in a house. Mm. Yeah. And now I have a baby and I am determined to give my baby, my daughter, the most beautiful life. I would decided to name her Rainbow Soul. Ah. Yeah. So I'm going to give the soul the greatest life she can probably have. Right now, she needs three things. Warmth and milk and love. <laughs> and she's got it. Mm. So she's happy. Right now I'm thinking about today and that's what matters, yeah? What happens when she goes to school? Where is she going to go to school? What whatever. Mm. No, I don't have enough money for my baby today, but my baby has everything. Mm. Cuz my baby needs warmth and milk and love and then my baby's got that. So yeah, it's 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 that, going to complexify things but, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. that's your gift, isn't it? So everything that you just described of being able to be absolutely in the moment and to see the world through a different dimension mm. so that when you have a baby the way you think about that baby and the needs and the gift and thinking about the today and not the tomorrow no that's your gift yeah yeah i don't you know it's 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 my coping mechanism i'm mm. not you know i want to enjoy my life it's sunny today how beautiful is that come on let's get out there mm. let's go meet people let's enjoy this moment now mm. let me take my baby out and get some vitamin d or whatever it is okay i forget whatever it is d, <laughs> on, on you know so that's just um uh, life's a puzzle it's such a puzzle um, and my puzzle is how can I keep finding my happiness, defining my happiness mm. and sharing my happiness with those that I love most. Mm. Um, and that's all I'm trying to do. How on earth am I going to do a world tour with a baby, you know, physically? Yeah, I, I anticipate, you know, th that my heart will be broken at times when I will be without my child. Mm. Yeah, physically. I know that. And I put myself out there and there are going to be people on the internet who are going to judge me and accuse me of being a bad father. I left my two oldest children um, eight years ago to live a life. Mm. I was living in a house I didn't want to live in, in a relationship I didn't want to be in, in a country I didn't want to live live in doing jobs i didn't want to do mm. i looked at my children and i could see my reflection and i saw a sad man mm. now a good father is a happy father i'm a happy man today mm. i'm a good father yeah and i'm going to keep striving to be the happy man the happy disco bunny the happy pablo woodward and my child is going to be a happy child is going to enjoy their lives mm. and that's all with or without them physically every single day emotionally always in my heart yeah good for you man i think we're um, uh that's a what a pleasure be a i think it's, well, it's, it's yeah. time to go make some people happy I yeah. think, isn't <laughs> all right it? yeah we sort of as i as i look at you there ray and glance over i know you're thinking are we getting are we getting in our spandex but i don't I, think I, honestly all i'm thinking about at the moment is where can i have a pee do i have a pee <laughs> in the bus in the body oh, bus oh, <laughs> <or> <laughs> do i have a pee <laughs> down the road so that's all i'm thinking about right thank you pablo Absolutely. Um, thank oh, you for hold the on, before we finish um 
because you are you know we need to spread the message and people need to be able to find you so where yeah absolutely you? it says on my bunny bus be part of my adventure yeah before i tell you how to be part of my adventure i ask you the listener a question and i've written this on the side of my bus i've taken a photo if you only had one life what would you do with it yeah i'm gonna repeat that question you the listener if you only had one life what would you do with it i asked myself the question if i only had one life what would i do with it i'm gonna be the disco bunny yeah and what i want you to do is be part of my adventure mm. be part of my adventure means help me be there for me there are many ways you can help me yes you can book a personalized video you can just make a donation there is no a helping hand is a helping hand i had somebody put two pounds into my account i was as grateful as the person who put 10 pounds mm. who put 100 pounds you know um if you see me say hey i listened to that podcast the other day it reminds me that i'm alive mm. if you see me ask me for a for a photo let's do a funny video together say should we make a film I want to take photographs of you. Let's go have an adventure. Come to my house party. Yeah. Here, I've got a roof. Use my shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cook me lunch. Being part of my adventure means invite me in your life mm -hmm. and let's create memories. That's that's what it means to me. Awesome. So there's many ways. Yes. All you have to do is put Disco Bunny on the internet. And, you know, remember, or I am the Disco Bunny. <laughs> is there another Disco Bunny? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imposters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pablo. All right. Cheers. That's it, folks. For show notes, head over to the website at www.lifedonedifferent.ly where you'll find links, a quick summary, and you can also explore other conversations. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please tell your friends, give us a good rating and remember to subscribe. We're also really keen to hear your feedback. So please do let us know what you think and give us your ideas over on Twitter. You can tweet us at Life Done Diff. That's double F. 